Sometimes traveling is about exploring or learning, and sometimes it is about recovering. This week, we are talking all about Miami Spa Month and how to travel with wellness in mind. This is Travel Babies. We're just two sisters trying to travel the world in style, but sometimes things don't go as planned. Each week, we talk about important travel topics to help you decide when, where, and how to explore the world in style. I'm Juliana from Travel Juliana, a professional travel blogger from Boston. And I'm JQ from JQLouise.com, and I'm also a professional travel writer, blogger, and influencer also from Boston. Combined, we have over 200,000 followers across our social media platforms, and we love sharing our travel tips and tricks with you all. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and give us a review if you enjoy our podcast. It really helps us a lot. After the year, or I guess the year plus that we've all had, I think traveling really needs to be about wellness and about recovering and just making ourselves feel better because we all have so much stress in our life. Uh, One trip that was really exciting and perfect for this purpose that we recently took was to Miami. And actually through the end of August, it's Miami Spa Month. On Miami Beach, lots of hotels and spas are offering some amazing deals on spa packages. That way people can come, relax, enjoy, and just really recuperate while enjoying the Miami sunshine. So Let's talk about our trip and, you know, we can just talk about how to really travel with wellness in mind. And we have an awesome special guest this week as well. Yeah, I'm so excited for this this episode, honestly, because I think also like what you said, it's so important to just have this sort of wellness factor in mind. I mean, all the time, but especially now when you travel, I think everyone's just looking for places they can go to relax and not be in crowds and, and just be, you know, just have this mindful state of mind. So I'm super excited to hear more about Miami beach and spa month there. So let's just get into it. So where where did you guys stay when you were there? So this time we stayed at the new Moxie South Beach. This was a little bit different for us. You know, it's not one of the big mega hotels. This is a new kind of boutique hotel, but it's right in the heart of South Beach. So it's really funky, super cool. It has a really cool aesthetic. And honestly, even though it just opened, it feels like it's been there forever. Yeah, I love just the whole vibe at in Miami Beach. I think it's always so much fun. There's always so much going on. And, you know, it's so like, it's really spread out too. I love just like taking a really long walk along the beach. And yeah, it's just so much fun. What were some of the like spa treatments and things you guys did? During Miami Spa Month, which is actually a two-month thing these days, um, in the months of July and August, you know, so many hotels and so many amazing spas have these great packages and great deals. So, you know, while you might not typically think of going to Miami in the middle of the summer, this is an amazing time to go because you can come, relax, get a massage, get a facial, and then, you know, enjoy the Miami sunshine. So, Um, On this trip, we got to go to the Carillion um, Wellness Hotel, um, which is a little bit north of where we were staying. Um, And we both started with a massage and a facial. And they have this amazing deal. So, you know, I actually got this really cool facial where it was kind of like a, um, you know, non-invasive facelift. 
honestly. So it was a lot of, you know, really engaging the face muscles and my face just felt so revitalized and super fresh afterwards, as well as really hydrated. So I loved it. Um, and Drew got this amazing quartz massage. So it was really relaxing and really just rejuvenating. So one really special thing at the Carillion on Miami Beach is that during spa month, guests can get this special add-on at the Advanced Holistic Center for only $199. Now, normally this is like $490. Um, guests can receive a 15-minute evaluation and a 45-minute acupuncture treatment with a few other add-ons as well. So we actually got, both of us got full body acupuncture and then I got um, an ear treatment and then Drew actually tried the cupping. So cupping is like what you see the athletes doing. I remember a few years ago because Michael Phelps actually got it at the Olympics and everyone was looking at the circle bruises on his back. But this was from a cupping treatment, which is a holistic treatment that's really good for your muscles, especially overworked muscles that serious athletes usually have. But also people like us who are sitting at a desk all day, it can really help your back. And just, it's just a really holistic way of, you know, treating the everyday stress that we all have. So um, these were some amazing treatments. It was a lot of fun. And honestly, it was just what we needed. And it's funny because we were actually in Miami the weekend we got back from Lithuania. So it was a great way to get over the jet lag. So I highly recommend it. If you're busy or stressed or you've been traveling for work, you know, something like this is just the thing to do. Yeah. All of that sounds so cool. Like, honestly, I would love to try the cupping because I feel like, did he say it was like really painful or anything? Or was it just like, you know, maybe painful, but then like an hour later, he must have felt like amazing. Yeah, he said it was definitely a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's basically a really strong suction cup on right. your back. Um, and it's separating, you know, it's really pulling your muscles and mm -hmm. it extreme stretching and, you know, it just really like gets really the, deep, really deep. And it just honestly gets the chi flowing. Like it's, it's, yeah. kind of, it's kind of like an extreme massage mixed with pressure points mixed with all these different things yeah i mean the acupuncture like that must have been so cool too and obviously like we love that type of stuff and the facials like i haven't had the the facial you got seems really cool too and it, i i mean i i think whenever my favorite part of facials is always when they're like doing any sort of face massage because obviously we don't think oh my face muscles can get sore too but you know like if you grind your teeth at night and all that stuff i mean it is really great to have something to help rejuvenate these muscles that are being worked so hard, either sitting at a desk or doing sports or anything. So those treatments all sound like so cool and so, so unique too. Exactly. I know. And I loved that they had the holistic aspect right alongside, you know, the traditional kind of luxury spa. I mean, I love that. I think it all works together, you know, the cosmetic side of things, as well as, you know, your internal body, you know, like kind of like bodily functions, like it all works together. Um, so I really liked it. And, you know, I can't believe this was my first time getting acupuncture because I loved it. Like I would hundred percent get it again. I felt so good afterwards. And this was only one treatment. I mean, acupuncture really works when you do it several times on a regular basis. I'm definitely going to be doing it again. Um, and I think it was just something so unique and so fitting for this year because we're all just operating at such a high stress level because of so many reasons. I think really taking the time 
to take care of your body and just to relax and kind of treat yourself too. I think spa treatments are exactly that, they're a treat. So, you know, why not go to Miami, get a deal, you get to go to a luxury spa, maybe try something new like a holistic treatment. And then at the end of the day, you're still in Miami Beach. Yeah, that's such a great point. I know, like, obviously, it's never, it's, you're never going to not like Miami. So why not go to a place, do a whole relaxing spa treatment, and then also have fun on the beach or, you know, going out, there's great nightlife and great beach clubs. Um, But yeah, I think I totally agree. Like the holistic aspect of it too, is I feel like it's just becoming more and more important for people. And, you know, like it goes along with eating healthy and, and eating more, you know, organic things and just, um, being very careful about like what you put into your body, what you do for your body and your mind and this whole mindfulness thing. I think, I think it's great. So on that note though, let's move on to food. Cause obviously it's so important for us. Where did you guys eat? You know, what were, what were some of your favorite um, restaurants when you were there? Yeah. So this time we actually went back to a few restaurants that we know and love. So one of them was Planta. So this was really close to our hotel, deep on South Beach. It's actually a vegan restaurant. They have a few locations in the U.S. and it's really cool. It's like a delicious vegan restaurant, but super high end. Like they have really cool stuff. Like we had some amazing cauliflower dishes, like truffle dishes, and then even an amazing um, chocolate dessert that was a vegan chocolate with some vegan um, coconut sorbet. It was so perfect. And this was like just the nourishing meal that I wanted to have after all those spa treatments. So it was so healthy, but also super tasty. Yeah, I know. I love, I think after those intense, especially like the cupping that Drew had or like any intense spa treatments where your, your body literally feels tired after you need to replenish your body with like good food, drink a ton of water. And I feel like that sounds like just the right food you had. It, it kind of seems like it's like a luxury life alive, which obviously we love life alive so much, but like just, uh, yeah, a little bit more of a luxury version. So that sounds amazing. Did you have any other places that you went? Yeah. So the other place we went was Serena, which is on the rooftop of the Moxie. And this was super fun. I mean, this was like, it's like Latin fusion, Latin, Mexican, Cuban. And it was also just like a classic Miami vibe and it was on their rooftop. So we went there for dinner and it was just so much fun, you know, really great atmosphere, tasty food, amazing cocktails. So definitely a lot of fun, classic Miami, but really modern. Yeah, honestly, it's making me want to go to Miami so much. I like there's just so much amazing food in Miami and you can get, you know, really different types and there's so many different types of vibes in Miami. I just love it. Okay, so other than that, you know, other than spa treatments and all obviously the restaurants, like what else did you guys do? What other activities? So honestly, we just did a lot of walking. Like we just really enjoyed being outside, you know, because of where we were on Miami Beach. It was just so convenient because there were so many places to walk and it was just honestly such a blast. Um, But one new place that we went was the Bass Museum of, of Art. So Miami has a huge art scene and it's unreal you know, the types of local artists that they have. And at the Bass, there's a lot of local Miami and Cuban artists, um, and they really display all this funky, cool, modern art. So that was a blast as well. Yeah, honestly, Miami has a huge art scene, and I feel like a lot of people 
don't really know about it a ton, but there's like so many museums and the art is super cool and funky. And, you know, obviously in Wynwood, there's tons, like there's tons of art too. So I, I just love the art scene in Miami. So today we're with Marion Nutrition. She is a nutritionist in France and you can find her at Marion Nutrition on Instagram. So Marion, thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, how did you start as a nutritionist? Thanks for having me. Um, I started studying a lot of other things before I started studying nutrition. So I studied uh, foreign languages mostly and political communications. And during all those studies, I became more and more interested in nutrition and especially um, in the impact on food, on our health, which I wasn't aware about at all. At that time, actually, I began to see food as fuel and I changed the way I eat um, totally from that time. And then I, after a few bad experiences as um, a work in communications, I decided to start over and uh, start uh, studying again nutrition in London. So uh, that's what I did. And then after graduating, I specialized in female health. Um, so that's what I'm doing now. And I'm seeing a lot of clients uh, who are having problems regarding hormones, mostly. Yeah, so, you know, really important stuff. And I mean, obviously, when you are traveling, it can kind of, you know, really take a toll on your body, especially if you have long flights and things like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm really interested to hear more about, you know, when you when you do have longer trips or, or, you know, even shorter ones, like how, what's the best advice you'd give to women specifically, or just in general about trying to stay balanced physically, mentally, what you eat, obviously, if you, if you have sort of less choice over what you eat, it can be harder. So what's the best advice you would give? Yeah, it can be really tricky. So if I can, I would do a little research before the trip to find a few uh, health food shops around where I'm staying or a few organic restaurants or restaurants with options for me at least so that I have a few places to go and I try to take the lead and suggest to the people I'm with to go to those places so that people don't realize uh, mm -hmm. I'm directing them to places I want to go to but um, <laughs> so that's a bit subtle because otherwise it can be a bit of a pain for the people you're with yeah. so at least that way that's a bit subtle so I do that and I go to my trip with a little list of places to go and uh, what I second what I try to do um, is to keep kind of a healthy routine at least for you know bedtimes and trying to work out at least five minutes a day because that's as important as food uh, in my opinion yeah and then I would also bring with me a few little things that don't take too much place um, in your luggage like coffee or um, herbal tea sachets that I can have throughout the day and that that can keep me grounded and healthy uh, what I would do as well is bring my supplements at, at least the most important ones uh, I try to um, take uh, just the right amount that I need for the length of the trip and keep taking them and not stop them all together during I don't know one week or two weeks because uh they're important right. for me and they can make all the difference if you're not eating healthy or as healthy as you would at home right. so that's what I do and it makes all the difference even though it doesn't seem like much I guess but uh yeah it's so easy too to just you know bring as it many is. as you need with you yeah. do you recommend like 
you know, starting the supplements at home. And so kind of figuring out what works for you. And then, cause I think also sometimes people think, oh, okay, I'm going to travel. And so I need to have like, I need to add this to my diet or I need to do this. And, and they change something right before they travel, but then, you know, maybe your body's not used to it and you might start to yeah. feel sick. So I guess getting a good routine at home first too is, is probably important. Yeah, absolutely. You know what works for you and changing supplements or starting supplements when you arrive on holiday. If then your skin is messed up or if you can't sleep well, you wouldn't know if it is because of the new supplements or because of the food you're eating there that you're not eating at home or, you know, you're not, you don't know what's, what's the trigger beginning the supplements at home and knowing what really does you good, at least on vacation, you know, they're going to keep you healthy. And yeah, you can, even if you're not having the same routines, food wise or lifestyle wise, that's not too bad because of the supplements that you know are working for you. Right. Exactly. Continuing to talk about supplements. I think I don't, you know, I don't know a ton about them. I, I obviously I've, I've heard a ton of different things. And I think in the winter, I'm more concerned about not getting enough vitamin D, like not, not really being in the sun a lot, but in the summer, I'm more concerned about like dehydration and things like that. So do you have any recommendations for specific supplements that might be good, you know, specifically or for women or, or men and women um, to kind of just like keep your body at a good balance, uh, you know, especially when you're traveling? Yeah, with supplements, it's, it's always tricky because they can be really specific and they wouldn't mm -hmm. be okay for everybody. So right. yeah, that's why I always uh, prefer seeing someone in consultation before suggesting supplements, of course. Right. But broadly speaking, there is a couple of supplements that everybody can benefit from uh, to a certain extent, and especially women. So they would be good traveling, but also at home. So start them at home and see if they work for you or not, and then you'll know if you need to bring them on holiday or not but so those are uh, first magnesium which is a mineral needed for more than 600 functions in the body so you know it's going to help you and okay. uh, most of us are deficient anyway because of food processing the um, vegetables that are not mm, as nutrient dense as there used to be or because mm -hmm. of stress that depletes uh, magnesium in our body mm -hmm. uh, so traveling can be a bit stressful or quite stressful uh, so magnesium can help you on that on, on that but also by keeping your hormone hormone levels uh, steady or by helping you sleep or helping your mental health and anxiety um, it can help your liver if, if you're maybe drinking a bit too much or more than you are at home so right. it's, um, yeah it's all an all-in-one supplement that can be great uh, especially during traveling you just need to pay attention to the form of magnesium you're taking because some forms can make you go to the toilet a bit more uh, so yeah. yeah just just be aware be of that and uh, mm -hmm. especially the citrate form uh, maybe don't take that one if you're not used to taking magnesium because bad surprises and you don't want to have those uh, traveling um, yeah. so that's a about magnesium and then I was thinking about B vitamins so a B complex with uh, you mm -hmm. know vitamin B1 B2 B3 etc those um, work in synergy so it's best to take them uh, as a complex as opposed to one single B vitamin and those are also doing a lot of stuff in your body uh, they also help your liver they help with hormones as well with mental health uh, with pretty much a lot of things that we women but also men um, 
are concerned about. So uh, those are great as well. And magnesium and B vitamins are those kinds of supplements that are not causing harm. Um, there is very, very few contraindications, that, so they are pretty much safe in case just ask your medical provider um, if they're right for you, just as, uh, yeah. Right, but those safe. are, yeah, those are really good tips just as like, you know, generally speaking, obviously everyone's body is different and, you know, everyone has a different lifestyle too. So that obviously can, can affect how supplements play a role in your life. But I think, yeah, that's, I'm going to go out and get some magnesium and and just start seeing, you know, start seeing how I feel after taking it. Do you take it at the same time every day or, or like after eating, before eating any of that too? Yeah. Great question. Um, magnesium and B vitamins, um, are best taken with a meal so that mm-hmm. you benefit from the gastric uh, juices yep. and enzymes uh, to help you digest them and mm-hmm. absorb most of them. Uh, so with meals and uh, B vitamins are best taken with breakfast because they can help you with energy production oh, okay. and you don't want to produce too much energy when you want to sleep. So right. okay. best in the, in the morning, morning uh, with breakfast and magnesium, okay. you can spread it between breakfast, lunch, and dinner, depending on how many capsules you're taking. Uh, But it's great for sleep as well as for energy production. So you can, yeah, don't worry too much about magnesium, just split it. Because if you're taking too big a dose at once, you will be wasting most of it and it will be, yeah, it will be excreted. So that's, that's, that's too bad. So you, you just spread it throughout the day. Okay. That's good to know too. Yeah. I think the energy having like a vitamin that that can give you more energy as opposed to just, you know, drinking more cups of coffee a day. I think that's a great alternative too, because I can drink three cups of coffee a day, but then I'll still feel like a crash at some point. And, and I'm just like, oh, I need more energy, even just because I'm in France now for two months and I've been working a lot. And so sometimes I feel really tired, but then I'll just drink more coffee, but it'll only last for like an hour. (laughs) So it's, Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of a shorter term. Um, yeah solution. coffee is a bit of a short-term help and it yeah. can have opposite effects to what you want a few right. hours after taking it so uh, coffee is great but there are other solutions and b vitamins and magnesium are great for it but um i am thinking of something else that can help which is um tulsi tea herbal tea tulsi mm-hmm. is a plant it's a brand from, oh, okay it's a plant yeah from in a herb from yeah. india i think um which can really help you have mental clarity uh, and concentrate on whatever oh, you're okay. doing without the caffeine and without the mm-hmm. caffeine crush that you may have a bit later right. on. so that's a great uh, tip if you don't want to have caffeine but have want to have that, um, that yeah, energy and focus focused. yeah because with coffee it's not even so much about focus it's more just like being more awake but then if I have too much yeah. I feel jittery so and exactly. and I mean the same with traveling too like if I'm just going to Europe for like a short amount of time and I know okay I want to I want to get on I don't want to have jet lag I want to get on the time zone as quickly as possible I'll just drink a lot of coffee to wake myself up and and be yeah. <laughs> on the time zone and it's it can it can help for like an hour or two but then I feel really tired after so yeah, it's absolutely. you know it's good to try alternative methods yeah, and another tip to adjust to the time zone you're getting mm-hmm. at to uh, would be to not wear sunglasses like all day, every day, because oh, okay. actually the 
the, the light uh, that is getting through your eyes is uh, telling your brain and a specific gland in your brain what time is it. So if mm -hmm. you wear sunglasses or even prescription glasses with blue blockers right. can block the, that signal, which is uh, crucial for your brain to know, okay, it's morning, it's night, so it's time to secrete the energy hormone or the sleep hormone. So um, it could be nice to just wake up and don't wear your sunglasses, not wear yeah. your sunglasses and have breakfast in the sun when mm -hmm. you're not going to be affected, badly affected by it and right. so that you can adjust to your time zone. Yeah, that's a great tip. I, I know because, you know, normally when I come to France, it is only for like a week. And so I don't want to be like yeah. so jet like the entire, you know, the first four days basically. And yeah. then I'm, I'm already going to go home soon. So it's good to know. Yeah, that's really great to know. Great. So then I guess just the last question I had. And, you know, this is this is kind of a tough one, too, because when you're traveling, you know, if it's for a long time or a short amount of time, um, you know, you can a lot of times you'll be eating out a lot more than if you were at yes. home. Um, and so, you know, sometimes if we're eating out a lot, I'll struggle with like, okay, what do I eat? That's tasty. Like if I want to get the, try the local food, but also try to be healthy. Like I, I struggle with, you know, finding a good mix of what to eat, especially if some, if I'm somewhere new, you know, of course I want to try the local food. I want to see what, you know, locals eat in the area, but at the same time, it could be, you know, really not healthy, which is, it's fine. I think, you know, I like to splurge sometimes, but do you have any tips for figuring out what to eat when you might not have that much choice over it so what i usually go for is quite simple dishes uh, it could be vegetables that are cooked in olive oil and mm -hmm. with herbs and maybe a little cheese here and there mm -hmm. so that's uh, healthy or maybe a bit of meat meat or fish mm -hmm. uh, with veggies so that's always a safe option and even though maybe other things can be tasteful when you read the menu right. uh, at least you're safe with those yeah. uh, I try not to have bread because yeah. uh, it's not always the best and dessert wise um, either I don't have Mm -hmm. uh, dessert or I try to have uh, a simple dessert with fruits you know uh, there are some desserts with um, fruit salads and olive yeah. oil and herbs which are really tasteful uh, right. but that you know are not pastries or anything yeah. like that you Something can go super for sorbets which, <laughs> yeah, exactly. which are a bit more healthier than regular ice cream as well so in yeah. the summer, especially, there are always options. Oh, yeah. if, if, when there, are, they, there is no option for me, I kindly ask the waiter if um, the cook can make me a little fruit salad and they always say yes. So oh, yeah, um, that's, that's when a good option too. <laughs> ask, yeah, you yeah. always have fruit or a few bits you can have it so just ask don't be afraid don't be ashamed yeah. and they will be more more than happy to bring you something you can eat so and I think in France too option. like sometimes I I think oh like I, I really shouldn't ask for anything that's like not on the menu or like to change maybe change well, yeah. something a little bit but I think you know usually they're they're fine doing it and yeah um, they're fine you know, we and... went to, we went to a restaurant in Cassis a couple of weeks ago and it was so good, like really fresh seafood. And for the dessert, you could pick like two different flavors of ice cream or two different flavors of sorbet. And we asked the guy, like, could we mix it? And he, cause we, you know, it's just like, you just have to ask and they, they're totally yes. fine doing it. And more and yeah. more people have some restrictions uh, yeah, regarding food exactly. or preferences. So they are more used to it than they were a few years ago. So yeah, definitely just say it and ask. And uh, what I wanted to say as well is that uh, I discovered a few months ago, something called agro tourism. 
<laughs> which is hotels uh, based on the land where they grow their own veggies and fruits and olives for olive oil. And often those places are organic as well. So um, right. that's great. And uh, at the restaurant of the hotel, they bring you boots that uh, were just picked up a few hours ago and cooked uh, really well. So that's a great way to know you're going to eat healthy without having to look for yeah. um, too many restaurant options so yeah and those places are really, uh, usually really good and uh, yeah, yeah like really fresh I know I want to start looking for more of those too because I think a lot of them are really starting to come up uh, probably more in Europe than in the yeah. U.S. necessarily but I'm sure there's some in the U.S. I mean I've seen you there know in New be. England there's so many farms for different things too like not just veggies but there's tons of local farms you can go to or, or local hotels that have a farm like five minutes away and that's where they get all of their produce so yeah that's a great tip to just like look out for those and specifically try to stay at them because then yeah you really just don't have to worry about the food you know you're gonna yeah. be eating healthy and it's gonna taste really good and fresh food is the best. And even yeah. if people that you're traveling with are not uh, that concerned about eating healthy, yeah, they will be they'll still like happy it. to yeah. eat at this place. And, and so it'll be so tasty. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, I think too, nowadays it's, you know, in most places, especially big cities, but even not, you know, in smaller towns, you can find something like relatively healthy and it's not that hard to find. So I think it's just getting easier and easier to find something that's like, you know, wholesome, fresh yes. it's it's pretty rare these days where you you can't find anything like that so exactly <laughs> you just okay. have to look for for, for those and you're fine yeah. Well, thank you so much um, for being here with us today, Marion. This is super helpful. Again, you can find her at Marion Nutrition on Instagram. And yeah, this is just super, she's super knowledgeable. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. So now let's move on to our travel tips. So We've been doing this for a while now, you know, where we kind of pick out our, our favorite travel tip from each episode. And I think this one, as we've heard from Marion, supplements can be a huge part of travel wellness and, you know, kind of having something consistent for you to, for you to take and have in your body when you're traveling. But obviously it's really important to, you know, plan out what you're going to do before you travel and try it out at home first. So obviously like see what works for you, see what works for the type of diet you're having, maybe what supplements you could take that could be missing. Or, you know, if you're lacking energy, maybe some uh, one type is better than the other. I think for me, a lot of times it's just nice to have something very consistent that you're used to having as a part of your diet. And yeah, it's just a great part of traveling too and just keeping that consistency. Yeah, I totally agree. I think supplements can be such a great part of your lifestyle and I think once you find, you know, the right combination of things that works for you, just make sure you can continue that when you travel because I think if you have a great routine when you're home, if you all of a sudden stop when you travel, your body's going to be really thrown off. I mean, it goes back to everything that we're always saying where if you have a good routine at home, figure out how you can continue that on your trips. Like when it comes to eating, exercise, sleep, this with supplements, you know, you really need to figure out how to work that into your travel schedule. And, you know, maybe, you know, you have to pare it down a little bit. You know, if you have all this different stuff that you take at home, you know, maybe can you start to pare it down to two or three things that you bring with you when you travel? Yeah, exactly. That's such a good point. Thank you for tuning into the Travel Babies podcast. We really appreciate your support. And if you enjoy our podcast, don't forget to subscribe and give us a review. It really helps us a lot. 
We hope you enjoyed hearing about how to stay healthy when you travel. Catch us next week for more travel tips. Thanks, JQ. Thanks, Juliana. Thank you for listening to Helium Radio. The views expressed by show hosts or their guests are their own and should not be construed in any way as advice from Helium Radio. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our website. Personal perspectives expressed by producers, writers, and editors will always be presented as such. Any rebroadcast or retransmission without the express written consent of Helium Radio is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening.